back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That was way too comfortable doing that. That's what that was. Woo. We are back. Old school. Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite. We are up in the building on this beautiful Monday. Hopefully uh, spring is leading into summer. Nebraska don't really have a spring. You go spring for like a, a week, and then you know what? We're just going hot. We're just going to just warm y'all up. Love it. Um, but we talked about it in the uh, intro. We're going to talk about it right now. The NBA playoffs are starting. It's mostly all set. They got the play-in games. Um, it was drama-filled Saturday. Um, Udonis Haslam retired. Mm-hmm. You know, he was 42 years old, scored 24 points, the most in NBA history for somebody that old. Class act. Class act, tough. Uh, and, and by that organization too. Yep, but our organization, it, which is why the Miami Heat is have always been a winning team in a culture. And you got to give it up to Pat Riley and all those guys to win a championship with Dwayne Wade, Lonzo Mourning, and Shaq, and then obviously do it with LeBron, with Dwayne, and uh, Chris Bosh, and those guys, and Ray Allen. It lets you know that it's it's not just you know the weather. It's a classy organization, uh, and he's been there for a long time. I think he played twenty years undrafted uh, from, from from Fort Florida. Lauderdale or Miami area. Um, kind of like the godfather of, of Miami. So give them credit for it. So that was good to see him to go out on a high note. Um, and they're in the playoffs and see if he can extend it. Now he right. played college ball at Florida. Florida, right? yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so he's home, a Florida boy. Florida, and, I mean, he's been, I mean he's one of the few that's been able to be, in, you know, be from Florida, go to Flo- or go to University of Florida, play for the Heat, play, the, play there his whole, whole career. career. Uh, through you know a few coaches and changes, and he's been the constant. And uh, so he, but he's a good representation of the Miami Heat and the NBA. And we were talking about that before break. Rudy Gobert, he got into it with one of the teammates too. Hassel. Oh, Hassel did. Yeah, but, but he was, he, there wasn't no punches thrown, but he was basically telling them that's not the Miami Heat way. Right. He 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 had to flex on a younger guy. Yes. And then he also flexed on Jimmy Butler. Yes, he did. And walked him down. And, 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 yes. said, and he told him, said, you don't want none of you don't, this. You don't want that smoke. Right. You don't. You, you just don't. Jimmy's probably a guy that probably did, but. But it's the respect factor. It's the respect factor. factor. And Jimmy know he was right. Yeah. He knows he was Even right. Even though you get heated. And this is what people are saying. Like, you, me and Kenny playing together and we competing and we can get on each other and we might go nose to nose. But we know one was right, or we both right, or we both wrong, and then we squash it. Whereas this Rudy Gobert situation, he had just talked glowingly about Ryan Anderson, said that the way he talks is a little aggressive, but it's coming from a good place. I think I'm going to say this. Now, I don't think with Kenny, I'm not going to – well, you can jokingly say the B word to somebody that you know, but I'm not going to call you like that and let – with the intent of the heat, what he was doing, especially in front of teammates. Um, cause I, I like, so when I was a rookie, Sam Coward and Sam Rogers, they used to be, they used to do, do all that, but it was jokingly matter. Right. And, but I think what Ryan Anderson might been trying to do is push Rody Gobert's buttons to play better. I don't think that's the right way to do it. Obviously we've seen with Draymond, it didn't work well with KD. It, it, I think it had long-term effects of when he cold-cocked old boy uh, pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might be coming out of it, but I just think this their season was over. Um, and we'll see what happens with the Timberwolves. They're a young team, a fragile team, too. They're a fragile team because you got Anthony Edwards, who's one of my favorite players, Ant-Man, I call him. But he's a young player, and he's not a um, 
a vocal leader yet. No. Right. He's still trying to find it. I mean, he's only 20 years old. He's still trying to find his way in, you know, into the NBA and really establish himself from a leadership standpoint. He's just, a, you know, up and coming guy. Then you got Rudy Gobert, who comes in a big trade, who's trying to fit in with another seven footer in Carl Anthony Towns, who is kind of like the supposed leader of the Postal team. Child, yep. But he's soft as Charmin. Seven foot trying to play out there like he is like, like he, he is, a guard. Right. Like he a guard. And then they you, you know, you got rid of your, you know, your you know, the, the trade with the Lakers. And so it's been kind of a revolving door there. You know, and you got Ryan Anderson who's kind of like their leader, but he's not their best player. But he's the kind of like the glue. And McDaniels, they got some guys that are defensive players that aren't your star players. So they're a very fragile team because what in my experience of seeing it, and I saw this a little bit in Houston, right? Um, and now David Carr wasn't the type of player that Anthony Edwards was, but what you see here is you have a, a couple good leaders or two or three kind of like nut and bolts guys. And then you have one guy that's trying to be the leader, Carl Anthony Towns. One guy that eventually will be is Anthony Edwards, but Carl Anthony Towns isn't that guy. No. So we talked about it. Leaders, there's different types right. of leaders. Carl Anthony Towns may not be the best leader. Edwards may be the best leader, but he doesn't know how to lead, and he's still young. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the guys that you think are your leaders weren't really good leaders. Right. So they're they're all there. I guess we'll we'll figure out if they can patch things up because they tomorrow's tomorrow's it. Yeah. I mean, the loser gets to play. They get to they play, play again, again but, but you want to win. This you want to win this. Game. Yeah. So. And you playing on the road with the Lakers. Yes. And you got Braun. And you without Rudy Gobert, who's a defensive factor. A defensive now fan. you got Carl Anthony Towns is going to play against the play a position that he hadn't been playing all year. I wanted to ask you about leadership, and obviously it pertains to the Timberwolves, but then also the football. Two things. How I guess how big of a deal is it? Obviously, in a negative, is it when you have a player that's a leader through the media and not your best player? or not a good player and doesn't back up his words that he's saying, but you know, obviously he's always the guy that has the quotes and always, you know, been out, down that road. Right. Talk about that, how it affects in your locker room, because here's what people don't understand. Everybody, 98% of Nebraska be like, Oh, so-and-so is the leader of the team because he's the guy that you see in front of the, in camera. Front of the camera, but in the locker room, bad. Nobody's believing him because what he's saying on camera totally isn't matching different. up in the in the weight room, in the locker room, in the meeting room, and on the practice field, and and when you play because you're anointed by the media, and so they're highlighting the plays that you play good. But me and Kenny are seeing all the plays that you know that you you busting coverages, you ain't taking on the block where you're supposed to, or you're jumping off sides, or you're you're running the wrong route. You know what I'm or saying? You're on this list. You're on that list. Right. You miss this. You miss that. Right. You late for this. You late for that. Talk about that from just talk about that from your experience, obviously being in the staff meetings, and also talk about we didn't. I don't. I can't speak for you, but we didn't really have that when I was around. But I see it. I've seen it a lot in the league, though. Mm -hmm. So talk about that. Talk about the two different, like two different perspectives, staff, player perspective, because you can talk on the player's perspective because you're so close with all the players and they'd probably come, I can't speak for you. They came and kind of voiced some of their. Yes. Displeasures. Yes. So 
like like you said, you can have a guy that's self-appointed leader because he's always in front of the media. And then not all of them are this way, but you'll have some that you that the media self-appoint as a leader that's not a good leader. Right. Um, and and the guys take offense to that. But it also comes from uh upstairs. Up, no, from um the head coach. Yeah, that's what it's upstairs. It's okay. It, yeah, anywhere <laughs> above the locker room is upstairs. <laughs> true, that's now true. Yeah. you got different stops. Because <laughs> no, you, you don't want to be on level want, five, because that's when you ready to get up out of town. Yeah. So you want to stay on three or four. Again, you just try to educate that 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 person. Um, you know, you're gonna be in front of the media saying this and saying that. Now you gotta you gotta do it. You can't just say it and not do it. Then it falls on on the coaches. Right. The coaches cannot continue to let that person go in front of the media, say things that he's really not doing. And if you continue to do that, that's a bad look for the locker room, other guys in the locker room. They're going to take offense to it. Right. They're not going to be too happy. And they ain't going to listen. And they're not going. And they're, that's the biggest part. They're yeah. not going to listen. Yeah. To what he's saying because they know he's a fraud. Fraud. Because even if he's saying the right, right things, things, it's hollow words. Yes. And that's what people don't understand. Once, and I always say this about football players because that's all i know basketball players i'm sure they have i mean strick would probably say something you know he would say football players i say are, are like wolves like wolves like like wolves and it doesn't matter you could be a lone wolf and you could be in the airport and you can look and you're like yeah i know he's a former football player mm-hmm. and then you could kind of like look him in the eyes and like yeah i know he's legit or he wanted them phony dude straight up it doesn't matter if you played you know in canada NFL, you could play an indoor league. You just know, you know it within the guys in that we played with. Yep, you 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 can look at somebody in the eye and be like, yeah. And you know whether he sold out or he, not. Yes. It, where he sold out, I mean, is like he gave you everything. Yes. Or was he one of those me guys, you know, or something like that? But I'm just telling you, for the Timberwolves, they're they're fragile. But it could go two ways. It could it could, it could break him, and they could go out there. It could be like here's an example for NBA fans. It could be like when the Charlotte Hornets made the playoffs and Miles Bridges and those guys went out and stuff like that in Atlanta the night before the game. And then one of them kind of got, you know, put on social media. Mm-hmm. You out three o'clock, you're playing ice tray the next day and they got blown out the gym. Blown out the gym. And then Jordan lit into them. And they ain't been the same since. Mm-hmm. Even though you got LaMelo, Miles Bridges is in the wind. You know, he gave, he tricked off a $200 million contract or whatever. <sighs> Right, I mean, just straight up, he ain't been the no, same since. No, he hasn't. Or it could galvanize a team where they could say, you know what, bump it. We're gonna go in and play loosey goosey. We, we ain't supposed to win this game and have an upset victory, and that could kind of galvanize them. Yeah. But the thing about the Timberwolves that's suspect when they played Memphis last year, and this is what I'm talking about, Carl Anthony Towns, and you're in your 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 biggest vocal leader has to have that dog in him when it's called upon when it's called and upon. that's why people trip on lebron lebron got it in him because when because when lebron boots up to him boots up they people know like all right okay that's enough when they played memphis every game that they lost besides the last one they were up by more double digits and lost that game carl anthony towns had i think correct me if I'm wrong at least one game where he only had two points another game he was below double figures can't do that right you got to show up but that's the lifeline of your team when you got a guy that's that's going on like a punk and you got anthony edwards out here dropping 30 some points and he's because anthony Edwards is is superstar but he's a guy's guy 
he hanging out with mm-hmm. Anderson, McDaniels, because he got that dog in him. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Carl Anthony Towns in the offseason is out in L.A. doing his thing, trying to look sweet. Trying to look sweet. So if Kentucky. I had – if I if if I had – yeah, uh, yeah – but Darian Fox is from Kentucky, and he's a he's, full-fledged dog. Yeah, he is. He, he's been different since he cut his hair. Yeah. When he had that long hair, he really wasn't – you know what I mean? Yeah. But when he cut his hair, he just took off. Yeah, that's that's the opposite. He just looked like Samson back in the day. <laughs> lost his strength. My man had got he his strength. He got his strength, man. He been – And he worked. Working. And then he got his boy Monk with him, too. Them two together. I know they was causing trouble back in Kentucky together. They was yeah. – them two together. Them two together have they have no qualms of digging into somebody down there in sacramento no but if i had to bet my timberwolves might go out there and dookie down their leg if i had to bet okay heat and hawks (laughs) you know what i'm gonna go with what i know okay spolster is one of the best coaches in the league yes they're one of the best organizations yes and jimmy butler in the playoffs is a totally different cat jimmy bucket and I think Young and, and Trey or Trey Trey Young and Murray, it just hasn't jailed. It hasn't jailed yet. And they and I don't know if it ever will. You hardly hear Trey Young's name. You you barely he, hear his and name. And he's playing so well this year. And they don't play a lick of defense and they fire Nate McMillan. I'm going with the Miami Heat. Nice. Bulls Raptors. You know what? The Raptors is is a great organization. They're far removed from that championship. Yeah, I know, but they just but they they here they <laughs> they got something up there. Van Van Fleet. But I'm yeah. He did he did he got that dog. Don't let don't let that light scare fool you. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Chicago. I can go. I, I'm, I'm gonna go with Chicago. Man. Pelicans Thunder. I'm gonna go with Pelicans. I'm gonna go with the Pelicans. They got Zion playing? Nah. Nope. Are you still going with the Pelicans? Yep. They got CJ McCollum. And they got and then they got Ingram. And he ain't it. Hey. And he be killing folks. And if, they and they got that big Russian dude in the middle, Valkowskis or whatever. <laughs> Valentunas. Your Valentunas. He 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 definitely Russian. gonna be a body bodyguard yeah. when he's done. Yeah. Because yeah. he got the hair slick back, big B. Hey, yeah, you got that money, yo boy. I, I'm gonna go with them. I like their coach. I like their mentality. I think they've underachieved, but I think when if they would have had Zion, they wouldn't even be here. They would they would have been up in the in the West. I just think they're a little bit okay. OKC has a ton of talent. If they get a veteran there, they're gonna be trouble. That's all they need. I got I got a chance to watch them yeah. um, up close, right? Up close, and they just need a a big man, right? They don't have a big man. Is that Chet Holmgren? No, no. Even though Chet's hit the weight. That was Chet. really fast. No, Chet <laughs> no. ain't no big man. No, no. He ain't no big man. Yeah. But he don't need to be. No. They, they just if, they need a they need a Steven Adams in there to be a holder down in the middle. And what whatever happened to him? He got hurt. They traded him to Memphis. Yeah, they, traded right. Memphis. they traded him to Memphis. But he's hurt now. Yes, and he is hurt. Out, so. out the whole postseason. So that, those are our picks for the play-in game. Big drama starting tomorrow. Um we're going to have a short one here uh, right at the end of the hour. Then at the top of the hour, we're going to cover some spring ball and see where we're going, man, because, uh, you know, we got to talk about this quarterback room. Because Heinrich Harburg, H-double, H-two, 
we're gonna call him H two Hummer. H two. Hey man, I keep watching that video. He laid old boy out. And the thing is, the fact that he's always in the videos lets you know he's making noise, man. He's, he's so we're gonna talk noise. about that coming back. Top of the hour, Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman. We'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 